0: talking all things entertainment pop culture and nerdum this is the potential podcast
1: well hello everyone i am not chris nor am i taylor you probably don't know who i am my name is Matthew Schufrider, and I am the host of Are Your Parents Proud of You, uh, a podcast about artists and how they got started um, as artists, duh. Uh, and I am doing a crossover with uh, like potential podcasts. So I am here with uh, Chris Dore and Taylor Sokol. Gentlemen, how are you?
2: Good. Very good. This is pretty awesome to do this little
0: crossover crossover event of the decade. Yeah, usually it takes it usually takes years for crossovers to happen. So we, we made it happen pretty, pretty early on. So yeah,
1: thanks for doing this. Where are you both recording from? Because you're not in the same room at all.
2: No, uh, I'm currently in California, uh, Southern California. I'm in my parents' closet. Uh, due to the pandemic, I have been home since March out of work. Uh, I'm an actor, a theatrical actor. So unfortunately, um, that took a big hit with everything going on. Uh, so yeah, this is the best room in the house to record. It's very quiet and condensed. Uh, so this is where I've been recording most of the time for the podcast. So I'm in sunny California currently as we
0: are recording. And I am right. in a very chilly, uh, frigid Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I, uh, my, my job originally, I was, uh, in, in market research and kind of a sales job where I would, uh, go to door to door and I would travel. Um, every different like markets of different states and cities. And so because of the pandemic, I was forced to go back home. And so I didn't have a place. I've been a nomad for years and years. And so I've stayed in my parents. Uh right now I'm in my old college room, which is uh, brings back memories. So uh we've both kind of in the we've been different, you know, same storm, just different boats.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean how long have you, let's just start with you two. How long have you guys known each other and What made you want to start this?
2: We met back in 2013. Uh, It was both of our first cruise ship contract. Uh, Taylor was on there doing activity staff right out of college. And I have been a few years into my career. And it was my first uh, kind of big job as a singer. I mean, I'm a musical theater performer. Uh, That's kind of my main thing. Uh, So I was very happy to book a cruise job as a singer. So we both were working on the Celebrity Century and we met in Alaska and we just kind of took to each other really because of our connection with movie quotes and impressions and especially comedy. Uh, I think something that we clicked on was we had the people that we worked with all the time and they were great but they weren't really the biggest like movie nerds like I think we were kind of looking for and like companionship And we just kind of like clicked with like this kind of like nerdy bromance, if you will. And uh, we've stayed friends ever since, even though it's been the only contract we worked together with. And um, yeah, sometime in uh, kind of late 2019, we kind of started having this idea of, you know, we talk about movies and TV shows and video games all the time. We should do a podcast about it. And then start of 2020... We kind of talked more about it, and then the pandemic hit, and it was like, well, now we have nothing but time. <laughs> Let's start this podcast, Right. and uh, we didn't really know what to call it, and that's when I kind of thought of The Potential Podcast, and Taylor kind of coining the phrase, maybe we'll find a title someday, was kind of a funny bit, but of course, that has been our stuck title, and that's now our brand is Know Your Potential, The Potential Podcast.
1: Taylor, will you call this a bromance or will you call it something more?
0: I mean, it's yeah, I mean, bromance, uh, star cross friends, you know, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Um, And he was putting it lightly that, you know, nobody was into the same thing. They were just annoyed by us. So they said, oh, you should talk to that guy over there. And then uh, I think it was funny because I think when we and chris is right that was the only time we got to work together like in the same capacity uh but it was funny sometimes we had these cross so speaking of crossover events we had these events where we did these kind of interactive theme parties and i remember just i was not a trained dancer still am not uh but i was just goofing around and i remember him just like we locked eyes we're like you're a weirdo it's like you're a weirdo too and so we just it would flourish ever since but yeah chris is right it was um it was. It's been a good experience, and I think we become better friends because of the podcast. And it's been a. It's become just a fun side project. Because, but it's been more of like a passion project as we've gone along. And we just. We just finished our first official year, uh, our first season, excuse me. And then it'll be year come March when we started. You know, thinking about it when it was in its infancy, we we talked about it, but it never really conceived until March of last year. So when we started, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do, and then we just been been hitting the ground running ever since. It's been a, it's been a fun process.
2: Yeah, we launched it in May of last year, so it's it was it was fairly quick. To think it was only like a few months from uh, we had, we had spent a little weekend. He came up to New York City, see some Broadway shows, hang out, you know, get some pizza, the usual, the usual, and that's when we kind of really seriously started talking about it. And then to think, about three months later, we were actually like, all right, we're on the air now. We have a show. Let's do it. And we've been kind of, it's been kind of neat to discover uh, the world of podcasting and kind of how to run a show. Uh, I've been a fan of podcasts really for the last maybe two, three years, especially living in New York City, constantly walking all the time. You know, your travel commute with the subway, you're walking around. I just like listening to people talk. Uh, Sometimes, of course, I like listening to music, but uh, especially themed shows where they're talking about a certain subject I like or maybe it's history, or maybe it's just, you know, conversations with celebrities. I enjoy that watching on TV. So I kind of love the podcast medium. So I think it was kind of natural to let's, uh, let's go into that, see what we can create to add to the podcast community.
1: And Taylor, what about you? What was it the same thing? Like, what got you into podcasting?
0: I was probably the same about Chris, uh, the same amount of time I've been to podcast for years, I never really thought about it. And then when I start, when I got off cruise ships and started my new um, land dwelling job, it's so weird to, to talk to people who never worked on ships. and like, I'm on land life, um, you know, hung up my sailor uniform. And um, I had a job where it was about 75% of it was driving. So I had a lot of like time in my hands. And I found that listening to music was a little too distracting when you're trying to focus on driving. And I naturally kind of came into podcast just by accident. And I was like, oh, well, let's try this and i found driving was i was driving all the time so the podcast was the perfect medium for me and then i started having like a little bit of my following and then when chris and i started talking about podcasts we we realized we we both kind of like the same people like uh, and same same style like i we're always i've always been a fan of like the interview style having someone on but the format of the podcast it doesn't have to be time constrained you can talk about really whatever you want and it doesn't have to be edited down or whatever so but that's what got me into it and then um, I've been a fan of podcasts more and more ever since doing it and starting to figure out what the process was, and uh, it's been an interesting experience to understand the process as well because there's still a lot of stuff that we're learning and we, we don't have all the answers we we never will but we're we're having fun with it.
1: I think it's funny because you know I've been doing my show now. God made about a year and a half. Now we're in the middle of our third season, and you would and people come up to me or they ask me questions. Like they think I know everything about podcasting, and I tell them like I'm, and I the first thing I say to them is, "And we really honest with you, I only know one style, and that's the one style I've been doing, which is kind of I interview people, I research the shit out of them, and then I do intros and outros, and I kind of sleepwalk through them and make them very lazily. I don't, I don't. So I, I, that's what I can do, and I and our shows are so different, not in terms of just what we present, but you know, you're doing, you you have two people, you have, you two have something to bounce off of right now. And for me, at least I have to bounce off the guest and I, it could change anytime it could, you know, I just did an interview last night and the energy was so much more different from an interview I did a couple of days ago, just because this person, I won't spoil because you know, I don't know when this is going to be out yet, but this person was a lot more fast-pitched, more, uh, uh, she never looked at the screen. She looked at the camera. And so I was like, well, crap, ah. now I have to look yeah, at the you
0: camera. Yeah, you had a match. and Like
1: I felt like if I looked away from the camera, like the devil was going to get me or something. <laughs> so I was like, okay, look at the camera, Look into my, my eyes
0: talk and talk to me.
1: Pretty, pretty much. Where like my I had the, another guest a couple of days ago who's older, not a big fan of technology is this thing on hello uh, <laughs> swear to god her husband was helping her oh that's sweet. That's, that's nice though and i love like, that like because i guess her their computer wasn't working so they just used their phone
2: and you could have a, could have a new spin-off are your grandparents proud of you yeah uh, is uh, the new spin-off i can see coming uh coming in 2022. Coming to uh, uh, uh Me TV on your local station. Uh <laughs> yeah. what what oh if I can ask you then, as uh nicely you asked of us, what uh got you into podcasts? Like have you been a fa- fan of podcasts for a while now? And why uh-huh. did you want to start
1: your show? I want to become really old school. I think I liked podcasts before podcasts were a thing. I I liked them probably since eighth grade. Wow. So, uh, when I was, you know. 13, 14. And I, I think it was just the idea of a conversation that I was actually interested in. I'm the oldest of four, and the, all four of us are so different. I became very interested in the arts, while my other three siblings never did. So as I got older, I really liked conversations. Um, and once I went to college, I wanted to become a radio major. And have my own podcast and have my own radio show. And that found out that was going to take longer than expected. And I was like, well, forget that. I want to go do theater instead. Um, but still never, still wanted to keep a podcast going. And I just, I, I, after a while, it's about halfway through into college where I just said, you know, I know enough people who I find interesting that I want to have a talk. I just want to talk to them. And I was with my friend at a Subway and I said to him, Hey, do you want to help me make a podcast? And he was like, okay. And I texted my friend. I was like, Hey, do you want to co-host a podcast with me? And she was like, okay. And so we talked about it for nine months. I asked them in January, 2019, and we didn't premiere until September. It, wow. took, it was nine months of, what do we want to do? Who do we want? What's the style? And it was such a learning experience for me. You know, like I said, I don't know, I don't edit the episodes, my producer does. Um, but I now, but he gives me the notes, so I have to know. So I'm still learning as I do this show. Um, and you can, clearly the show has evolved very much since we started, um, for starters, you know, we're not, we now have a time limit. We used to do an hour and a half, nine, uh, two hour episodes. And that was just a pain in the ass for not only us, but for our editor. He's like, you, you got to keep this at an hour. And so I was like, okay, well now I have to find all the right stuff or the right topics that I know that can be stretched into an hour. And then anything that doesn't work, then I either have to cut or pick and choose what I can still um uh, pick so yeah i really just like conversations and i and my last thought is you know i think a conversation like what we do like we said like i said we talk about artists and how they grew up i think the simple question of so what would you like as a child i think there's so much vulnerability that opens up because probably most of the time uh the the person i'm talking to they probably changed since they were six or maybe twelve, or maybe fourteen, or hell, maybe even eighteen. So I think that's them like opening them up, opening themselves up to a time where maybe they really enjoyed, maybe they really didn't. Um, but it's so interesting to hear. I would say.
2: Oh, for sure, that's a very uh, yeah interesting thing because some people don't, you know, some people know what they want to be right at a certain age, and yeah. some it takes like it can be 25, 30, 35 that they find their new passion you know so yeah definitely something interesting to to talk about and that's something I have liked about podcasts is like for example uh, me and Taylor we're big fans of Conan O'Brien's podcast because when you watch like his show he you know all these talk shows they talk to the celebrity for like maybe five minutes Mm -hmm. and it's always some little anecdote story or some cute joke thing and then they're that's it but actually gonna like talk for an hour and I've listened to other podcasts for even longer and you really get to, like, hear their story and hear, like, right. they they weren't, you know, they didn't all start off just rich and famous. And, you know, it took work and work and work. And and then also hearing non-actor types. Like, I like hearing about uh, directors or writers or, you know, even, like, uh, behind-the-scene artists that do, like, sets and costumes. you know there's, there's so much from the entertainment business alone. And then thinking of even, like, business or... Yeah. world traveling you know there's so many things that's what that's the thing about podcasts there's so many podcasts it's like seriously it's insane how many there are and which is why it's like yeah we got to join this
1: community you know it's funny Conan o'brien was one of the reasons why i want to start one because before he had a podcast he had a, a very quiet very small spin-off youtube show called uh serious jibber jabber i don't know if you guys yeah, heard it. i remember i remember that yeah yeah where it wasn't celebrities, it was presidential historians or authors. Like the very first one I listened to was this author who wrote a book about Reagan and uh, Roosevelt.
2: Mm. And
1: I was like, really, this is why I wanna to listen to? And I, th- I was just coming from the city uh, because I think I was doing something that night and I just listened to it. And I never been more in- interested in presidents at-, at that time than just thinking, wow, a 50 minute conversation about presidents and I'm interested. I that's, that's very cool. Um, yeah. And, and you guys, is this true? I, I tell me if I'm wrong, you both have a love of Jim Carrey,
0: correct? Yes. Yeah. That, that's an astute observation.
1: Yeah. So, I, so I, I'm curious, what about Jim Carrey that interests you guys
0: listen to our episode no I'm kidding um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I did I, I know did. I know um
0: well your, your book episode the reason why we well the reason why we did that as our premiere episode was because that was I mean Chris is talking about how we kind of bonded over stuff but I think our love of Jim Carrey and his and his movies that was kind of our, our childhood so I think that's what we bonded over the most of just quoting you know those film a lot of those films and so we were like well I feel like this is the best way to talk about um, something we're really passionate about. And it was really great because I talked to someone recently that I just, I shamelessly promote this podcast to anyone, you know, uh, dating apps, uh, people I work with. Um, and so the, one of the people that I work with, I was talking to him and he had said, I'm a big podcast fan. I said, like, oh, you should check out ours. Just see if you like it. Like it's not everyone's going to be, everyone's cup of tea. It may not be your shot of whiskey, but check it out. And I said to him and he he came back to me, he said, listen, listen to your first episode. Is all right. And he said, I am not a fan of Jim Carrey. And I'm like, oh, great. Hold the phone. And then he says to me, he says, but I loved your passion, you know, for Jim Carrey. And that got me rethinking my previous notions because I'm not into slapstick or that that kind of humor. And then when you guys were talking about how much you love these roles and these uh, movies, I was like, maybe I got to give it a second opinion. So that was just really inspiring because it was like, you really can talk on a podcast about anything as long as you're passionate about it, people will follow. So that's why with Jim Carrey, we just had a love of that. That's why it's very zany. and It's a very raw episode. It's our first one as we're kind of figuring out the format. After that one, then you really start to see what it is today. And of course, it's still changing. But that was like a great one because it was just raw. It was just us having a ball and kind of figuring, getting our you know podcast legs.
2: Yeah. I have fond memories of us quoting... Jim Carrey movies on the ship, and I remember at one point we did like an Ace Ventura double feature in Taylor's cabin. Uh, Taylor's position, he actually got lucky with a certain cabin that had this nice window. It was a two-bedroom cabin, but he was the only one in it. So a couple of us, we had some yeah, great like six
0: or seven friends in there. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, yeah, and we just you know we had snacks and we watched Ace Ventura, and it was funny too to connect with. We had a, f- a few British uh, technicians for the stage shows that I was a part of that. Uh, also we're huge Jim Carrey fans and we've still still to this day seven eight years later we still every now and then message each other and we'll say things like "shitty," yeah. and like we're just we're just laughing because it's like we connected with his work so I think that was something about us we we typically now try to map out like five to ten even 15 episodes in in a row but at the beginning it really was like well, what, what do we, what do we talk about? Like, what's our, you know, what's our format? What are we doing here? And we just, we, I think for a while we had been like, let's do a Jim Carrey, like our favorite Jim Carrey roles, talk about him. It's kind of got us thinking of like maybe once or maybe now we'll start doing twice a season. We'll just talk about an, an actor or an actress we really admire yeah. and their body of work. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of why Jim was kind of our launching uh, and what's been great about is uh, looking at our, uh, our data with our downloads and how things have progressed. It's still our highest uh, downloaded episode we've ever done. Right. So okay. it's kind of nice to think our first episode is still like been viewed or listened to the most out of everything we produced so far.
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because like, you know, I've had Anthony Fields from the Wiggles or Jonathan Goldstein from Drake and Josh. And you would think like guests like that, like for someone like me who, you know, is, don't do, do, is doing these podcasts from his bedroom, like, I I couldn't make, these would be um, well-viewed episodes. And I'm gonna be really honest, they're not. They're good episodes. I'm not saying they're bad. And, you know, I've done the same thing, promoted the hell out of them. But I don't think that's what, what we saw, my producer and I, what we see in like data and viewers they kind of like small town, everyday people. When we had on, one of my favorite guests who we've had on um, thus far was, um, we had a guy named Carl Hauck, who was my English teacher back in high school. And the only reason why I wanted him on because I just love his music. And I had him on and the first thing he said was, I'm gonna be really honest with you, Matt. I am a man of many jobs now and music's not one of them. And when you've had this long talk of like, you know, he still likes it. He'll still strum a couple chords on his guitar and maybe have a thought or two about a song, but that's not what he wants to do. And I think people realize that like that passion's still there and it's set and they like that, you know, they're, so, they're into many different things other than just what they're known for. Like he does computer data, Right now, I don't know anything about that. I think <laughs> I might I might fall asleep to that at some point. I think I have fallen asleep at that to some point. Um, but I think that's what people really like. They just, what I've seen, they just like yeah. everyday people.
0: And it was funny cause yeah, Chris and I, we were like, okay, at the end of their first season, let's kind of do like a our, our board meeting. It's just us getting together and having <laughs> a drink virtually. Uh, you know, now, um, but we like looked at, okay, what are our top like 10 or like our top um eight episodes that like, what's the numbers? And we looked at them and based on, you know, they weren't in order. It wasn't, they were all the first ones and some of them had guests, some of them didn't. It, I think it just also, you have to look at sometimes the subject matter just depends on what's going to get people excited. Like one of our big episodes, we, we talked about Jim Carrey, but then we have one episode is how we met and our experience on cruise ships, our initial one. I think that was really got people interested because there's like a lot of people we know on ships and then people always like want to know, like, what is it like being on ships? That's why you have these fascinations with shows like below deck and, and all that. So I think that was, that was something interesting to look at. Like, you know, what, what is, gets people interested in it? It's not so much who's on it. It's the subject matter that makes it.
2: And and a difficulty for us has been uh, as someone who's very passionate about uh getting consistent downloads and hopefully thinking that our our oh, yeah. he, show he is actually growing he texts me like every day yeah. when it's like oh we got I, download. I i look at the numbers way too often but remembering that because the chosen format that we we made for our show being pop culture entertainment and nerdum meaning you could talk about literally anything in that uh boundary which can be there's so many movies television shows books we've, we've just made it so open Nice. Knowing that not everyone's going to like every single topic you choose, and because we go, we literally go bing, bang, boom, but we'll do a video game this week, next week, we're we'll doing an old movie, this week, we're going to talk about social media, next week, we're gonna, you know, not everyone's going to like everything we talk about. So it's kind of been interesting to see what episodes get higher numbers and which some get pretty low ranked numbers. And then sometimes, though, like months will go by and then we'll see episodes grow again, like out of nowhere. Uh, which has been kind of interesting as well. So new people discovering the podcast, but it hasn't hindered us from being like, oh, never do that again. I think it's just like still finding the audience. Like for me, I what we produce, if I was not on this show, I would like our show because I'm someone that likes all this stuff. But that's why we make the shows because that's what we're talking about. So it's been interesting to see like where some things connect. Talking about music, our highest guest rated episode is a friend we had on ships who is a uh, he's a piano player, a composer, and we did one about movie scores. And that's one of our highest ranked episodes. And uh, that was our best guest. of our, We had seven guests on our first season. And uh, I think people like, even if you're not a nerd, I think people just love movie music. They love how music changes them when they go see a movie or a TV show. It's been quite uh, quite an adventure to try to like figure this out on our own yeah you know
0: and we're definitely never like we never i don't think if we ever get to a point where we just like oh we're fine with it then that's the day we should stop doing it we're always constantly wanting to make it better and we're like well and i think both chris and i we hold ourselves to this higher standard like we always try to like one up each other like well that's a good idea but this is what i'm thinking and the nice thing is we never argue about anything it's not like go home go to bed and upset like why did he suggest that episode or that was stupid it's never like that i, don't, I mean at least for me i don't know what, what goes on behind the screen on his end of the
1: well he, he he's hiding in the closet right now he must be you must have really pissed him off at some point <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> how many um how many episodes have you guys done thus far
2: so thus far we have we did 30 full episodes for our first season uh we've done probably now 30 35 reviews which we call potential picks or little reviews we have a few bonus episodes
1: mm-hmm. i think i think that's crazy because i have a friend who has her own podcast and she started maybe a couple months after we started. we've done maybe 30 episodes in the an election special meanwhile she's on like 50 episodes and i always get mad at myself i like well crap i want to do more i'll keep doing more and then I realized, I'm like, well, look at what you have. You are doing guest episodes. You can't, you're not doing this with you and a buddy. You're doing, you're picking 10 to 20 different schedules. Yeah,
0: and that makes It, it does. And it, that's the thing. That's why Chris and I, we may change it, have more, just depends on what it is. But it's a combination of what the subject matter is and then what would be a good guest. And if we can tap that guest to do it, you know, right. it's. And that's the thing. It's you're working on three different schedules. Thankfully, Chris and I, we, we can kind of balance it out. We're working on two different schedules, also two different time zones. So to add another person to the mix is a little challenging. I know one time we did try to have uh, two guests on. It was going to be four people at once. Didn't work out. We just said up have the one guest. But it was interesting challenge to kind of juggle um, there.
2: Yeah. Also, we, we we do have a lot of episodes because we did start we about maybe – maybe eight, 10 episodes into season one, we said we should start doing reviews of new things coming out, new movies, new video games, I think new books, et cetera. Yeah, because
0: we didn't want to overload our main episodes. I think because we wanted to talk about stuff, but we didn't want to have a full episode of, oh, we're going to talk about this game because I don't think we, we'd have enough time. And it, like, is this going to be really exciting or what? And I think Chris and I both always fans of, you know, reviewers and critics. And I always like, I think I've always wanted to be a critic in a sense. And I was like, well, this is my way. This is our way
2: but they're really short. You know, we've had things from like 10 minutes to maybe 15, 20 minutes. And then if we do like a spoiler review, we really want to talk about plot details. We'll go a little longer. So it feels like we've done a lot more than we have, but uh, it was pretty exciting to think when we finished uh, 2020, I kind of did the numbers and like we had produced in 2020 over 44 hours of content. Wow. For the podcast, like with everything we had put out. So it was kind of like, for still kind of figuring it all out and just putting it out there. Uh, it's been fun to see like how much we've come up with and yet still have so much to go. Like I think of full. these podcasts that are like been running for five, 10, 15 years. And I'm like, where will we be? Where will you be in 10 years doing these shows? You know, it's how much they can grow, but definitely if you're doing a guest every time, it's so hard to balance off and you want to be like off their schedule, you know, like, all right, what time's good for you? It's been a little challenging, but it's been fun I, to- I remember
1: our first season um, where we recorded every episode before we even premiered, for God's sakes. Like we did two episodes in one day, which don't ever do that, is what we found <laughs> out. That was uh, because we thought, let's get two in. We'll do one in the morning, a two hour break, and then one in the afternoon. Well, not only did the first episode end early than we expected, but our other guests showed up two hours earlier than we expected. And we we're like, well, crap. So let's just get him in. And he was 90 minutes and we were exhausted. So then we did another episode in July, and then we did seven episodes in 10 days. And we were exhausted by then. Wow. <laughs> so we, it was pretty much meeting every day. Um, to with a guest, and hopefully being well prepared to be right re- to do an interview. And, um, we thankfully, after that, spread out all recordings. Um, which I will never, never do that again. That was a train, not a train wreck, but,
2: but yeah, it was that's tough. Yeah. I laugh thinking about, we, we made a little like introduction trailer to the podcast about eight minutes long to be like, what is this show going to be? So people kind of got used to it. And we talk about in that, I'm like, we'll probably do an episode like every two weeks. <laughs> we started the podcast and it was like, no, we're doing a thing every week. And then when we started adding the reviews, it was like, we're now going to release two things a week. Uh, but again, they're shorter, but I remember thinking, we're going to need more time to Spill this out and take time. And now it's like, it just feels like a roller coaster. We've been on a hiatus, if you will, with our full episodes, but we're still just watching all this new stuff to put reviews out, just putting content out. And now we've also uh, added on, we're really trying to get into the YouTube uh, situation as well. We're doing like YouTube reviews of episodes like WandaVision currently has, has been, you know, airing once a week. And yeah. so it felt like at one point I was like, we're going to have such a nice break not doing these full episodes and yet it still feels like we're always thinking about the show yeah. and
0: oh this is oh, yeah. all right go 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 go, oh, go. Well, there's so many things going on in our heads we just gotta get get out of get them out <laughs> it's like we're exercising yeah. our random ideas and i mean
1: luckily like this pandemic as much as it sucks i think i've become a better creator and found better connections because of this simply because people just have the time Like March through June was just easy to get people. Just, hey, you have an hour? Can we talk? Sure. Like it was so convenient. And part of it's going to be sad. Like it's just going to go back to being difficult to book big time artists on again. Everyone's going to have a schedule once again.
2: It has been really neat to have this, although it is, you know, the mechanical side of uh, editing and all that. We've had this great thing to create content. Uh, We like coming up with funny skits and parodies of the things we're talking about each week. I also do like, we come up with like the cover art for each episode to post on social media. Like we've had all this like still creative art thing to do so that I'm not just sitting there like twiddling my thumbs being like, gosh, I wish I could get back on stage. So it has been fantastic to still have this outlet.
0: Yeah, I will I will give a lot of props to Chris because he's done a a boatload of um, the editing. The nice thing is he's allowed me to like, that's a fun challenge we've had is we make our own commercials because one day we hope to get sponsored. I mean, that's not the end goal, but it'd be, it's a nice bonus. But, uh, we decided, Oh, we're going to make fake commercials and these skits and stuff. And they've been kind of like, that's been the most fun about it. Not just the actual full episodes. It's coming up with these like parodies or something. Like we had one on the, um, the Godfather and then we did like anything we could do, like impressions and such. So it's been fun where Chris and I have been, he's done the editing, but we've both, had her hand in doing the script writing or coming up with something. So I think it's, it's been fun because it's been kind of pushing me out of my wheelhouse. I've been very creative, but writing a lot of the stuff, I haven't done that. So it's been, it's been a fun challenge.
1: So what are for you guys, like some favorite episodes of your podcast If you've done? I know you mentioned the bunch, but is there one that sticks out?
2: Um, you go, Chris. let's see. Yeah. <laughs> go wait a me. Um, actually no one one uh one i actually really did like and it's because uh it's near and dear to me and i like that as taylor is a fan of movies and uh we've been having we've had now three different times where taylor's got to come out and visit me in new york and every time he's come out typically it's always let's plan at least to one big movie but try to go see a broadway show uh at least one or if we can get two Because especially now, there's a lot of movie musicals uh, happening. We got to see Tootsie. We saw Beetlejuice. Uh, One time we went and saw uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. And of course, we were freaking out because as Jim Carrey fans who love Dumb and Dumber, Jeff Daniels was starring in it. And we're literally the idiots outside the theater going,
0: Mock! Yeah! yeah, Bird!
2: But it was a great show. Although we were in the very, very back row. We rushed it. And we had to sit on like little kids' stools. (laughs) on the seats our ass is hurt so bad oh, but it was so worth God. it we got to meet jeff daniels it was great but i've been enjoying him getting to kind of experience more of uh this world that i love so much and we did an episode uh, stage to screen where we talked about uh what works with like a musical being put onto a screen version like a movie or these you know we have had so many movies being transformed into stage works what works what doesn't work Uh, the things that, you know, what we've seen so far that we really liked. And I thought it was great that for someone that hasn't had a huge theatrical background, uh, Taylor had some great insight of like things he's seen that he actually links works, what keeps the tone of the show and or the movie and then what doesn't work. And uh, I thought that was really fun to kind of talk about a little bit of my world mixed with something that we love a lot. And we've had some great experiences seeing some of these Broadway shows, uh, which I think is always fun to go do.
0: Yeah that, that that was a fun that was that goes into the idea that we were trying to create stuff that um, I think we both wanted to talk about and I think that's been the, that's been a, a challenge and exciting thing um, one of my favorite episodes in terms of partly because of the skit part because um, I was I was so proud of myself uh, we I, I'm a huge fan and Chris knows this of my one of my biggest movies I, I love is Jaws. And uh, so I was like, okay, it's summer, we Shark Week, we got to talk about Jaws. It just celebrated last year; it's 45th anniversary, which is pretty big. And uh, so I was like, let's do one about Jaws and like the legacy. And what I love about that one because I was pretty much full throttle. I was in the pilot seat, and Chris is just like, I'm going on about stuff, and you know, he could tell that I liked it because I read the book. And we have a skit where I do a parody of the the jaw the speech from Quint on uh, the USS Indianapolis. And I I was so proud of that because I wrote it up, and if I can make my one of my things is if I can make people laugh, then I've, I've done my job. And if I can make, because Chris always makes me laugh, but if I can make him laugh, I'm doing okay. And so I was writing this thing up, and I was like, "What do you think?" And like, I recorded it, and then he was like, literally like, "Yeah, that was that was the funniest thing ever. I just can imagine him just cracking up." And that was like my goal, like to make like the funniest, but like the most well done skit. And that was that was a good one. I like I like when we can do those. Some of those movie ones are always a good time.
1: That's great.
2: That was definitely, I, I gave you, I was just like, we're definitely going to do Quint's monologue. This is your movie. You just write it up. I was like, take his thing and then parody the hell out of it. And then he did. And it was so funny. And because uh, he does a pretty good Quint impression. So uh, I was quite proud of that. But it has been fun when we kind of take turns. Like if we have two skits or commercials in a show, sometimes it'll be like, I'll write one. You write the other we do feedback back and forth and then we'll record it up and edit it and adding in funny sound effects for music it's just it's always fun but i have liked that we've started to also look into uh being still a part of pop culture we had like an episode about social media a double-edged sword it's a great thing for connecting with people but it is definitely uh it's something that we get addicted to something that we use a little too much the privacy issue of who is watching us, who's knowing about our history, who's checking what we look at all the time and kind of bringing up social issues that are still relate to pop culture and entertainment, being that social media has, you know, all these ads and videos and things with celebrities. And it's been kind of nice to have that. And we have a few that we're looking to do for season two that it's not just, you know, nerds talking about movies, but it's also like these real life issues that connect to how, we've kind of just grown up living in a completely media run world. And now like, you know, the three of us, we didn't really have technology like we have today when we were kids to so think of kids nowadays that are fully growing up from the time they're born with iPhones and iPads and, you know, yeah, video games and, and, all stuff. and
0: diapers. Yeah it's, nuts. yeah.
2: it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy to think like, what will we have been like if we had had that since we were that young right. and thinking like, how glad it is to think that we spent most of our childhood going outside and playing in the sandbox or playing sports or like we weren't, you know, stuck in a screen all day. Like we are now. I actually question for you, uh, just out of curiosity, cause this has been, we do have friends that we know overseas, which has maybe helped some of this, but it's been fascinating to like see where our podcast will pop up worldwide when we don't do any kind of like, we don't know anyone there. We don't promote there. uh, i mean usually it's very very small percentage but like it'll be randomly like you have a, a few viewers from kenya or ghana and it's like how i like very like how how is someone from kenya hearing our our, our podcast talking about sports films or something like i have I've no clue how that works that's another thing that's just fascinating to me is like clearly it's a majority u.s audience but the random things to pick up around the world. It's just like, that's another thing that well, fascinates me about podcasts. Yes.
0: Answer that. And I have to tell you a fun anecdote about that. Um, someone I did know on chips who worked and lives in Serbia. She just came to me. Like when I told her about the podcast, she said some, a friend of mine who does not know you or my association with ships. It's like, Oh you gotta Tell me this. I got to tell you about this podcast. He brought up our podcast to her, not knowing that she's already heard of it. So like, she's like, Oh, you'd be coming. And we looked at our numbers. Like, serbia is one of our top five downloaded countries i'm like of all places serbia i didn't advertise there and i'm like it's so weird
1: i i I, like we're somehow popular in the united kingdom i don't know how i don't know why i'm flattered don't get me wrong but like really i've never had anyone nor have i been there um so you know i'm glad i'm honored so you sort of just give and take you know yeah i mean hey we'll take it (laughs) Right. No more people listening. What has been for you guys some like the uh, f- best moments, craziest moments? I know we said episodes, but there was like any topic or maybe something that's happened before for you guys?
2: Um, well, I think something that's just been neat to see is when we do get friends reaching out, saying that they've listened to the podcast and they've enjoyed it. Uh, you know, we we definitely... When we started, we we definitely had very high uh, expectations of instant fame, uh, as most people yep. do. Uh, so, but it has been like nice to hear like when people have like reached out and been like, "Hey, I listened to this episode, I really liked it," or just uh, how's the podcast been going? Uh, just to be very uh, out there, both our families don't really listen to it at all, uh, it's so not. it's okay. We're kind of like the hindrance of like. Uh, I need to borrow the closet. I have to record. Uh, And Taylor being like, uh, I have recording time. Please do not bother me, you know, with this family. So it's been kind of funny to be like, well, if we can't count on them, there's definitely been a small group of people that we do know very well that have kept up with it. And then just to see, just to see like when certain things kind of have taken off that was maybe a little surprise to us. You know, I think, I always think there's going to be a topic that I'm like, oh, I love this. This is like such a cool a movie franchise or this and then it does eh, and then something else does like like i i was as taylor said i was quite surprised like our talking about our cruise life was a big one and then like our second episode we talked about i mean it was still very early but we talked about like quarantine and like being at home and like the coronavirus and like people wanted to listen to that because they were like yeah that's what everyone's doing right now so what are these guys doing and just talking about like things we're doing with our life. I think sometimes people connect more just us talking about our lives than actually the topic sometimes. Uh, which has been it's interesting to me.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I think the same the same thing. It's it's been funny where people you get these random, you know, notes of, of people coming in like that maybe I'm not really I'm um, know through social media, but they're oh, I hear your podcast or someone who like something. I'm like, oh, are you actually following it? I mean, the one thing, and the underwhelming thing is between Chris and I, we have combined on social media sites. we got a lot of people, uh, friends with us are following us. So we were, I think we were kind of underwhelmed the fact that a lot of people that we know that there hasn't been uh, more of an outcry. People aren't batting down the hatches to listen to our podcast. I thought, you know, we get a lot more people. And I'm thinking, no. And I was hoping, oh, my family's going to be all better. Yeah, they're just... It wasn't that, but I think when we kind of tempered our expectations, like we're just having fun with it and we stopped trying to expect anything out of it, I think that's when it, it got better. Like halfway through, we started, okay, let's just do as the go all out, have fun with it, and just do what we want to talk about. And if people like it, great. But there will always be a market for someone. There will always be something that someone wants to hear. And then hopefully they'll kind of stumble upon it. But the, the thing is, our topic, like Chris said, it's very broad and open. So it's not. Like with yours, you're talking about people who are in the arts and, and things like that. But ours is very are so wide range that if someone's looking for a specific thing, they're not probably going to find it with ours. It's just going to be you happen to be opened to all kinds of stuff like we are. And so, yeah, that's just been the, the process of it all.
2: It's also been hard with the, the pandemic being that people are all working from home. Like I know for me, I would listen to a podcast to get to work or to like come home from work. But once I got home... I wasn't really in podcast listening mode. Like I wouldn't really continue a podcast sitting on the bed. Uh, I just love traveling and listening to someone while I'm walking on the subway, whatever. So that also has been, I think, a thing is that people have been working from home or out of work. So they're not walking or they're not driving, uh, needing something to listen to. So that's also been an added factor is knowing, well, you also started a podcast in a pandemic. So I think our expectations were, so you're stuck at home. You have nothing but time. You should listen to an hour that we're producing once a week, uh, but knowing that not everyone has that uh, you know, energy to do that. So uh, a little bit of pro and con with that, but yeah, it's just been fun to think how much we've done in really, really not that long a time. Yeah. Uh, that's been
1: kind of fascinating. And I also just think because of this pandemic, you know, this new season, this season that we're in right now, um, it started out every episode that we've done so far, I have asked the first half of our season, I say to my, ask my guests, how are you? What's new? Um, How has life been? And then, but halfway through towards the, halfway through the season, I said, you know, I think that question feels redundant at this point because it's not new anymore. You know, I'm recording episodes now in December. What's, how have you been holding up? I think feels old. And, you know, I think that's something you ask someone a couple months in. Now we're now what, that was at the time eight months, nine months in. And so I just, I rephrase it to, so what have you learned about this pandemic or what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? And that just brought out new ideas and like, oh God, like, and you know, we had social justice this last summer and an election. And I think people have learned so much about just people and themselves in general. And now the new question I'm doing right now for this new season is how have you changed since this pandemic has started and now i'm i'm really excited to see what people have um <clears throat> brought into that besides the usual like well i discovered doom kind of an answer yeah
2: it has been it's been interesting to see the the there's a group of people that have really focused on you should be using this time to better yourself or work on a new skill and then there's the other half there is saying no you should just be happy you're surviving you're making it through this is such a Unpredictable thing that we did, you know, didn't see coming, and this time has just been chaos. So, I think it's been nice to see that. I definitely, someone that enjoys uh, the vacation life, being on these contracts where, like, I go work a few hours at night and I have all day to do what I want. Now that all I have is nothing but time to do what I want, I definitely see the part that I'm missing of having that constant grind, uh, which is exhausting, but it is something that is kind of part of the, it's part of the biz I'm in, you know, it's part of the, you have to be constantly looking for jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So even though that has definitely been supremely lacking because of the pandemic, having this being like the project we came up with, and we've been keeping up, it wasn't like we started for like two weeks. And we're like, eh, I'm bored of the, give it up. We've been going, you know, even bigger and crazier with it as much as we can. It's been kind of nice to be like, well, at least I did something. And uh, I I don't necessarily think that you've had to have had to do something this pandemic uh, because, you know, there's enough going on. But I kind of appreciate that we at least took the opportunity to be like, we have this time. Let's create something and been pretty proud of what we've created so far.
0: Also, going from, you know, we're both people who have been uh, traveling. We not necessarily had um, a permanent residence with Chris has been most of the time in New York, but he's also done a lot of things um, upstate New York and and Florida and his travels before that. And myself working on ships and then having a more of a stable land life and having, but going back to traveling again. And then this whole time us being, you know, grown men going back to our families. Like a lot of people have had to, you know, because of, you know, it's a economic move and it just smart uh, financially, but it's, kind of change things. Cause it's like, you know, I haven't been with my family, you know, my parents and my siblings for such a prolonged time for years. And so yeah. it's like, it's, you know, it does weigh on you. You're like, okay, this is a lot. I need, I need my realize how much I miss my independence. So the podcasting has been a great outlet for that. And it's also, we've used some of the time, um, during the pandemic to, we've been able to do little trips here and there, and we've done our own thing where we kind of go off on our own or do our own thing. And get away. So I think that's the big thing biggest thing that you realize is that mental health um affects um has affected people has been affected excuse me, which I again. our mental health has been affected in so many different ways. It just depends on the people and the situation they're in. Yeah. I've
2: always I've always had a problem with patience. I've always been a very impatient go 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 kind of person, unless I'm in relaxed mode. So this pandemic has definitely taught me to remember patience and to indulge in patience. Just yeah. live
1: in it. Absolute. That was, that was me when this first started and then back to my family like this is the first time i moved down like i guess i'm in my new apartment right now after uh, a couple of years in my in my in the suburbs suburbs um that was so difficult for me because i knew it was gonna be bad when uh father shoe was which began to tear up um, because re- very rarely does father shoe um, but then my mom, you know, she was, she was a fountain that day, and I became a little water fountain that day. Um, and but I, I think because of this, which is now what I had to ask myself because I was having, you know, the guilt of like, what am I doing? I should go home, I should go home, I should go home. And I asked myself, why, why are you going to Chicago? And I said, I want to make better connections. How are you going to make these connections? You have a podcast that you like and you know you're willing to do act and you're willing to ask people to be on the show. You know, you do the theater, you know, you like to act, you know, people do not let that go away. And so, as soon as I moved in, I did three recordings for our new season and got two more in the, on the way. Excuse me. So, a lot more is in the works. So, that's all I can say about my show but same, well same with ours yeah well i know that i have a game that we play on my show and i'm and i was wondering if you two would like to play so here taylor since you got me on here and you are the uh i'm gonna start with you first so there's no right there's no wrong we're not even curious to see how many questions you can do or just we just want your opinion all right all right taylor are you ready my friend yes go for it Here we go. Three, two, one, go. What is in your fridge right now? Uh, Juice,
0: milk, and some assorted uh, vegetables. Favorite movie genre? Uh, Action. Karaoke song of choice? Oh, Brandy uh, by Looking Glass. Nice. (laughs) The best part of waking up is? Uh, A cup of coffee to wake me up. Do you think a hot
1: dog is a sandwich? No. Toilet paper, over or under? Over. Nice. Uh, what? What movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? Uh, the Terminator. <laughs> yes.
0: Couldn't think of anything. It'll be
1: like a Motown version of "I'll Be Back." Uh, oh, yeah. McDonald's or Burger King? Uh, Burger King. Have you ever had a MySpace page? Yes. Morning or night person. Uh, morning. Deal or no deal. Deal. What TV show are you binging right now? Seinfeld. What, I, I mean, I don't mean to judge.
0: Weather of choice. Uh, sunny, sunny day. There you go. Left twix or right twix? Left twix. What Disney film best describes your life? That's tough. I, uh, <laughs> you know, favorite Disney film. Um, Pinocchio. <laughs> there we go. Uh, are you Cuckoo from Cocoa Puffs? Yes. Uh, uh,
1: uh is the floor lava? No. Eminem the rapper or
0: Eminem the candy? The candy. Emoji of choice. Uh, the, the, the winky flirty face.
1: Yeah. That's how we play. All right, Chris, are you ready? My friend? Let's do it. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Favorite food? Spaghetti. Scariest movie you've ever seen?
2: Ooh, probably uh, The Strangers.
1: Oh, that's my favorite. Would At nighttime, you... it freaked me out. All right. Would you rather live in a roller coaster park or a zoo? Roller coaster park. Would you rather have unlimited sushi for life or unlimited tacos? Tacos. If you had all the money in the world... What would be the first thing you buy?
2: Ooh, I would probably buy uh, a nice apartment in New York City.
1: How do you feel about pineapple on pizza?
2: That doesn't exist. No.
1: (laughs) How many Indiana Jones movies are there?
2: There are four. No, there's three. There are four. It's still a religious film, but it's not as good as the original three.
1: Is a DJ just someone who's good at iTunes?
2: Basically. Go with a computer. Com- yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you smarter than a fifth grader?
2: Depends on the fifth grader. <laughs> T-
1: Timon or Pumbaa?
2: I'm Timon. Taylor's Pumbaa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit salad or hot potato? Uh, hot potato, I guess. Who's bringing sexy back? I am. Nice. Nah. Earth, <laughs> earth, wind, or fire.
2: Ooh, fire.
1: Uh, Ted Danson, your thoughts.
2: Love Among Curb. I still haven't seen uh, that famous show he's from about the bar. Something about a a, a cheer. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mash. Great. Uh, yeah, mash. Yeah. AC or DC. <laughs> oh, uh, DC. Is Tinder for dating or just a game?
2: Oh, it's just a game.
1: Favorite celebrity, Chris. Evans. There you go, my friend. Good job. Nice, Very nice. Yeah. We do that every episode and it, it, it changes. Usually when I do it parties, I add the favorite Matthew line and just to see what would happen. Yeah, I, the amount of times people who say Broderick, uh, they're dead to me now. So that's what <laughs> but,
2: Funny enough, I've had conversations about Indiana Jones and people always be like, that movie is just so ridiculous. And I'm like, it's still works because it's about a religious object. But what threw me off about that movie is the very first scene because that man should have died in that refrigerator. But he's Ananda Jones, he's indestructible apparently. So uh well
0: he did drink the cup of Christ. So true. And <laughs> we can't which
1: is my
2: five is on its way. Five yeah. is on its way and it'll be his last one. And Harrison's already like, you gotta kill me off.
0: <laughs> Here's a funny thing though if you think about Raiders of the Lost Ark the whole premise of the movie that I love this argument is that if Indian and Jones did not try to go after the Ark, uh, they would have, when they opened it, it would have taken out Hitler. It would have taken, you know, the plot would have, the, the end, the end result would have still happened. You know, all, all all he did was just delay the inevitable of them stealing it. They died and he took it out. It's like, and what, you don't look in the box and you don't die? Okay, whatever. Well, then that's when that's your robes burn through? Okay, Indy, whatever. Well,
1: that's when you go, what's in the box? What's in yeah, there the
0: box? Go. Yeah.
1: You can find me at, uh, uh you can like my show, Are Your Parents Proud of You on Facebook and follow us at Parents Proud Podcast and email us at podcast at gmail.com because we need some emails. But, and so, yeah, gentlemen, this has been fun. This was fun to just have another conversation with two other podcast hosts about it and I hope you feel the same way and I hope to work with you guys in the future. Thank That's you, Matthew. Yeah, it was,
2: it, was, it was a great time. Yeah. The crossover mm-hmm. that everyone wanted that no oh, one seriously. knew was coming.
0: Seriously.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are your potential parents proud of your ah. podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and weren't they the potential grandparents? Proud of you? Yeah.
1: That was the other one I was going for. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been fun. Uh, we hope to hear from you all soon. Have a good rest of your night. And know your potential. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck it in. Add it up. Thanks
2: for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The
0: Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email. The Potential Podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar.
2: And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember,
0: know, know your, your potential. potential.